0: What's up, BC family? It's your host, Don Shavix, and I am back with another podcast episode on today. It is 1256 a.m. where I am, you guys, and the Lord has been working this word through me for about two to three days now, and I just know that it is such a timely word. Um, It is a rhema word, an end day word. It is a word for the children of God, those who have chosen to love on the Lord, those who have chosen to walk in purpose according to the Lord's will for their life. Um, And this word, you guys, it is a lot. So I'm going to break it down into two parts, but it's going to be on the same podcast. Um, So this specific part of the word is titled the storm. Okay. And then the next part of the word um, is going to be titled sure thing. Okay. And so y'all know when I switch over, cause I will let y'all know. When I say sure thing okay BC family so without further ado you know we have to invite our heavenly father in father God in the mighty name of Jesus Lord we just thank you for this time father God we thank you for waking us up late in the midnight hour father God we know that you do your moves your best moves father God some of your best moves late in the midnight hour, Father God. So we thank you for waking us up out of our sleeps, Father God, out of our slumber, um, you know, interrupting our phone conversations, you know, anything that we may have been into in this hour. Father God, we thank you for coming and gathering us up and it's time to step into your presence. Father God, we come here with an expectancy that I, Don Shea Bates, will decrease and that you shall increase on today. Um, And also with an expectancy of clarity, understanding to what is going on currently in our lives in this time, Father God. Um, And we just love you and we want you to know that we appreciate you, Father God, and your guidance and your protection in these troubled times, Father God. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would come in the room. Saturate every atmosphere that we are in father God and just be a fence around us father God in Jesus name that we pray glory hallelujah and amen Okay, BC family. So, um, this part of the word like I said, it is titled the storm Okay, BC family, and this is the story uh, based out of mark chapter 4. Okay, and um I'm just gonna actually go ahead and read it to you And then I'm gonna break the text down the way that the Lord gave me the encouragement for you Okay And it reads, that evening, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the east side. So they left the crowd and his disciples started across the lake with him in the the boat. Some other boats followed along. Suddenly, a storm struck the lake. Waves started splashing into the boat and it was about to sink. Jesus was in the back of the boat with his head on a pillow and he was asleep. His disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're about to drown? Jesus got up and ordered the wind and the waves to be quiet. The wind stopped and everything was calm. Jesus asked his disciples, Why were you afraid? Don't you have any faith? Now they were more afraid than ever and said to each other, Who is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Okay. So that is the text that we are based in this conversation off of. And, uh, you know, this is life by the spirit. And when I say, I feel led to get up here, I'm just going to let the Lord move how you want to move. Holy spirit move how you want to move. Okay. Um, and that was, I was reading this text, you know, I got so much revelation in so many different, um, situations that I'm currently in myself. And, um, You know, as I'm reading this word, what the spirit was really helping me to understand is that it's not just me going through things. It's that it's okay to continue to boldly confess your situations um, that you may suffer in silence. You know, when fear and anxiety come up um, all around you, just like when they were on the boat, okay, and they were crossing over, people were making their way over from that old land. You may be stepping out of your worldly ways. You may be changing um, the ways that you used to carry yourself and respond to people. And just each and everything that you used to do in life, you've just been shedding off the old ways and taking up your mat and walking, right? And in the text, it said that the um, Jesus and his disciples we're crossing to the east side, okay? So as they were going over, that's when this big storm began to take place, okay? It said suddenly a storm struck the lake, okay? So waves were splashing into the boat, um, and the disciples were thinking like, it's about to sink, okay? So everybody was going wild. And in current day life, that is exactly what is taking place. And I know for a fact that it's not only my life, it's not only the people that are connected to me, but when you get all over social media, when you get all over, you know, the news feed and you're scrolling through and you're flicking through the channels, you're seeing total chaos. Okay. And everybody wants to talk about the end days. We know that these are things that we expected, but I want to break them down to terms that everybody can understand for your specific journey in life. Okay. So suddenly storms have taken place in your life. Okay. You may be experiencing eviction, loss of job, things in your life are shaken up. Family situations. It seems like you and your family are getting closer and then it's 10 steps back. It seems like the person you've been praying for is starting to get delivered and they take 10 steps back, right? It seems like you know all your friendships are coming together, everything's starting to seem joyous, and then death is happening. All these things around you seem to be getting chaotic, right? And in that time you're looking around for a life, life coat, a life jacket, and you're like, Where's the Lord? all it is you know and i really want to speak to i know this word is for the people well i believe it's for the people who are crossing over right who have already been in the house of the lord but are going to that next level of greatness but i really feel like this could be an everybody word okay you got some new believers who are just deciding you know the world is no longer for me I want to walk in purpose. I want to try this thing with Christ. I want to see if righteousness really does prevail. I want to see if I turn from my wicked ways, will the heavens truly open up on my behalf? I want to see if I begin to do people right and walk away from those old situations. Uh, You know, will things around me begin to get better? Will I see brighter days, right? And in the midst of all of this, it could cause people to look around. Well, where's this God that everybody talks about? Where's Jesus in all of this? And that is where the enemy wants you. He wants to keep you in fear. He wants to keep you um, in anxieties and all of these different things, right? And um, I'm here to tell you that the Lord, he has not left you. It's not that he's not present in your situation. Just like in this story, Jesus was on the boat, okay? It said that Jesus was in the back of the boat with his head on a pillow he was asleep okay and that can very well be your situation you may not be physically on a boat but you may be on your journey you may be looking around and you don't see the footsteps in the sand and you're not understanding why all of this craziness is going on around you and for some of you these things have been going on but because you're deciding come on glory be to god but because you're deciding to take that next step you're coming up a little higher glory be to god you're taking a step up that spiritual ladder and deciding to change your life around for the greater good okay and and in that you wanted to change your ways and walk with God, you have come up a little higher. You have poked your head from underground, and you're beginning to see those things that have been going on around you for what they truly are. These things have been going on. Drug use has been happening around you. Death has been happening around you. Fornication has been happening around you. Okay? All of these things. It's been hard to to um, graduate from college and get these Jobs that your degree says that you should be worthy of, but because you're actually putting your foot forward, your best foot forward now, and you're finally beginning to see what it's like for the people that you once looked up to. You have become the person that you once looked up to. You are becoming, for those of you who are just stepping out, you are becoming. And so, if the enemy could get you to think, my God that you're drowning, that the boat is getting ready to crash, that the ship that you have now sailed out on to the other side, uh, sailed out on to make it to the other side, glory be to God, is sinking. If he can get you to think that, he knows that you'll jump ship, right? So in this text, we learned that the disciples that went and woke Jesus up, you know, he said, they referred to him as teacher. They said, Teacher, don't you care that we're about to drown? Okay. And I know this goes, oh, glory be to God. I know this goes right along with what we've been learning about on the podcast. As far as, you know, in certain seasons, it's going to require us to be the student. We don't know where we're going. Even when God sends you visions and you have dreams about the places that you'll go. Okay. You have places dreams and visions about the places that you will go you never know when you're on that journey all the things that you would, would experience to get there right you know you you don't know you know the lord may tell you you're going to be a millionaire he may came to you by dream you may have seen a vision of you being there before and you and, and you don't really realize you're like oh i just had deja vu when really that thing has come to pass in your life and i say this to say glory be to God that your life and your steps are already ordered and just because you see something doesn't mean that you won't go through hell and hot water to make it to the other side but the things that you experience in the journey on the path is what's going to make you who you are you can have anything that you want the Lord wants you to live a life of abundance he doesn't want us to be like the prodigal son who was in the pig's pen you know, in the analogy, the pig's pen, eating the crumbs, you know, those days are over, you know, the prodigal son, he wanted his inheritance, he wanted his riches and his glory and all of these things, he wanted, he wanted his inheritance from his father right away, and when his father broke bread, he took off, and he was into things that he had no business into, and he was settling for less than what he would ever receive in his father's house, you know. He was of a high standard. I would call it royalty when he was back home with his father. But when he left his father's house and he went out into the field in today's time, when he went out into the world and started doing worldly things and, you know, partying with the strippers and blowing all his money on the strippers and all of these things, this is how the enemy gets you to blow your inheritance. And then when you get to that place in life and you're thinking, man, I really wish that I had all that I had in the past. That's the part, that's how you know that you now have come above water. And the Lord wants you to be able to see, ooh, there's taking a shift in this message because this is not what I came to teach, but God, you have the floor. Okay, Holy Spirit, move how you want to move. But what he's saying is in this time is that, glory be to God. That in this time, you're thinking that everything's going crazy, and he just wants your faith. Okay, He just wants your faith. He wants you to believe. He is the teacher in his time. And just like the disciples who woke Jesus up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're about to drown? Them waking him up could look like you going into prayer, surrendering. Father God, don't you see what is going on around me? I feel as though I'm drowning. Everybody is, hell is breaking loose all around me. My friends have left me. My family is no longer treating me like family. My finances aren't lining up with what it says in the Bible. You said that I'm the head and not the tail. Then why am I in the pit? That's what your cry out to the teacher, to the father, could look like. Around your drowning situation, glory be to God. And in the text, verse 39, went on to say, Jesus got up and ordered the wind and the waves to be quiet. The wind stopped and everything was calm, okay? So they took their concerns to the father, to the teacher, okay? They took those anxieties to the father, to the teacher, because they knew where their help came from, even in moments of doubt, even in moments of fear, even in moments of thinking that they were getting ready to drown. They knew where their strength was to come from. Okay, BC family? And sometimes, just like in this story, the Lord will go off to take a nap. Sometimes the Lord will go off before you to prepare the way for where you're getting ready to walk into. Okay? So when you're looking around and you feel like nobody's around and the Lord has sent you a destiny helper, a close friend, a loved one, a kingdom spouse, whatever it may be on your path and and you're operating in fear, and not really exploring all of your options. You got to remember. That Jesus. His ways shall prevail. That God is always with you. Okay. Even when it looks crazy. He's just a prayer away. Alright. Verse 40 goes on to say. Jesus asks his disciples. Why are you afraid? Don't you have faith? And this is the same thing that I'm coming to ask you on today. You know. Where is your faith? Do you believe that you're covered? Do you believe what the word says? About tens of thousands may fall by your side, but you won't be harmed, you know? And that's just a summary of the text. I encourage you to go back and study the word for yourself. Do you really believe the things that you're reading? Or are you panicking when mishaps in the system happen and, and, and it looks like you're terminated, but there's been a mishap in the system? And God goes in to work that thing out so that you can go back to work. Are you going to freak out? Are you going to lay all your trust in that job and say that that was the reason why you were staying afloat? Mm-mm. Sometimes God will allow things to take place because you place your trust in the wrong things. You're placed in your trust in friends and people around you when the Father wants us to place our trust in Him. He wants us to know that all things are going to come to pass because of Him. Right? So, in this time, BC family, you have to remember where your help comes from. Okay? You got to remember to have faith and to obey the Lord. If he's telling you to stay away from certain places, stay away. If you see hell breaking loose over here and over there and on the job and all of these things, avoid places where there's craziness going on avoid those places. I'm not saying don't go to work. I'm not saying that. But if there's a table full of gossipers and all they're doing is talking about people, you got to not want to hear what they're saying. You got to want to keep a clear mind because you cannot make conscious decisions. You cannot follow the leading of the spirit. When your your mind is being corrupted by the things of this world, where your mind is being corrupted by all the chaos going around you, it's loud. Just like on that boat when the storm came and the disciples were on the, on the boat, it said suddenly a storm struck the lake, okay? They didn't see signs of craziness getting ready to come. They didn't see rain dropping and hail storming down and then the storm. It said suddenly, Okay? Suddenly, a storm struck the lake. Waves started splashing into the boat. Okay? And it wasn't until they started to make their way across to the other side. So if you're looking around thinking, man, change is hard. It's not hard. It's just the enemy. He's not going to let you freely get up and walk away from him being able to use you for this many years. No burglar is going to break into an empty house. No Jezebel is going to try to control something that she can't benefit off of. You got to take a look around and it's going to require you to learn who you are. And you can't truly learn who you are until you gain relationship with Christ. Okay, that means going to the word. I told you all about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you do nothing but download the Bible app and read from those texts and begin to learn. And if you know the word, applying the word. These are all of the many things that we have been talking about. And the Lord is so serious in this time about applying the word. It's no point of you being the light, being that woman, being that man, that guy, you know, showing up on the scene and you're not bringing any salt to the earth. We are the salt of the earth. Okay, we are the salt. We bring the flavor, baby. Okay, so if you're not showing up, And willing to go against the grain. Willing to stand on what you believe. But how could you possibly make a difference? How could people possibly know that you're set apart? It's time out. It's dead that for blending in. You're not meant to blend in. You're not meant to fit in. You don't even fit in anymore. Even if you try to go back into small places. There's rooms and friendships that I try to hang out with again. And it just don't fit. There's nothing for us to talk about. I go to I go to lunch and I go to dinners with my old friends and, and it just don't it just don't hit the same. If I'm not telling all my business, then there's no conversation. You got to recognize when time is up in certain situations, okay? The word talked about deception and being deceived in these last evil days. Don't deceive yourself because you feel like you still hold weight in old friendships, and old rooms. It's not about you hold weight. It's about where the greater is he that is in you. Okay? That light within you. All right? that We want to know where that holds weight. And if you're holding back, knowing right for wrong because you're scared of losing friendships. Because you're scared of... Uh, somebody else's boat going wild because you're going against the grain, then maybe you're not ready for this walk, okay? And I pray that you really take consideration as to everything that comes with this walk. It's not easy. And if these storms going on around you, it's it going to cause you to backslide and be pushed back. I'm not saying that we don't get weary, but it calls us not to get weary and well-doing. And how can we do that? Continually meditating on the word day and night, washing yourself in the word. You experienced XYZ today, and because of that, you feel what? Intimidated, anxious, whatever. And you take that care, and you cast it on the Father. If you have not gotten my book yet, I encourage you to get on Amazon. It's titled, God, Can You Hear Me? And it teaches you how to pray, okay? It teaches you how to process your daily emotion, just like I explained. Lord, today I experienced this, and because of that I feel this. And you take those cares and you cast them on the Father. And some of you, well, I've prayed and I've been praying and I'm not seeing anything. Have you turned from those wicked ways? Well, yeah, I ain't been doing the same things that I used to do. Have you repented of your sins? Father God, you know, please forgive me for I knew not what I do. And repentance is not just something that you ask for. It is an action word. So if you are not seeing the things that you are hoping to see, you got to really take a look at your heart posture, okay? Because the Father looks at the heart. You know, man, we look at the outward appearance. We're looking for what we think and what we see. And that's why a lot of people are misjudged, right? That's why I never really... Uh, understood. I mean, I understand interview processes, but I feel like you never really get to know a person until you actually spend that time with them. So when you when you're when you're seeing someone and they're putting on this cover sheet and everybody's got it down packed, you know, we put the dress pants on and we buckle up the belt. If we got the nice blouse, fellas y'all fellas y'all got the nice bow tie, whatever it is, you know, anybody can dress it up well. But well, let me tell you something: God knows the heart. Okay, so you may be deceiving the people around you, but you're not deceiving God. And ultimately, that's the one that we want to hear well done, faithful servant from. Okay, well done, faithful servant. We are called to serve. Okay, serving servitude could look like going back and explaining to others around you what you've been through to get to where you are. Breaking somebody else free servitude but we live in a world where not everybody wants to serve because they rather protect their image and that's operating in pride and pride comes before a great fall okay we're called to be humble okay humble yourself and the lord will exalt you okay there's there's greatness there's opportunity out here for everyone in the kingdom but there are biblical laws that you have to go by Okay, BC family? So you can't just be out here living a worldly life, a lukewarm life. You know, God this, God that. I serve, you know, I love the Lord. You know, I stand on the word. I know the word. But you live in a totally different lifestyle. Okay? The word talks about that you will know them by their fruits. So when people are carrying themselves in a certain way, they're doing things that are not in in, in a godly manner. Disrespecting people manipulating people all of these different things you got to take that thing to god you got to take that person to god and lay it on the altar Father god this is what i'm experiencing with this person and every time that i get off the phone with them or leave their presence i feel this way i don't understand why am i being deceived is this a person that you call me to mentor Is this a person you call me to be in a relationship with? Father God, is this a person that I was just supposed to cross paths with and drop a nugget into their life story? This is why it is important to have a relationship with the Father. And in order to start that relationship, yes, from my point of view, I would encourage you to go to the Father in prayer and repent of your sins. Turn from those ways. Stop doing the old things that you would usually do and expect change. You want better, you have to do better. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a new outcome. You cannot. That's literally insanity. And I used to hate when people say that to me, but it is. It's insanity. You cannot possibly keep doing the same thing. Keep pedaling in the same direction. And you just pedaling. I mean, I literally just see it like a person is on a bicycle, they don't hit this brick wall, but they still pedaling, expecting to break through the bricks and continue down the road into greatness. That's impossible. Sometimes you got to regroup. Sometimes you got to back up. Sometimes you got to look at the GPS to see where you went wrong. Sometimes you got to look at the GPS and see what cycles the enemy has kept you in. And that could look like simply... Uh, I know my thing in the past was relationships. I used to struggle a lot when it came to men because I was a people pleaser, right? My phone just went off. That was confirmation, okay, for somebody on today. And like I was saying, you know, I was a people pleaser. I I, I didn't mind doing whatever it took to get what I thought I wanted. If that meant spending money, if that meant sleeping around, I'm getting I'm getting realistic with y'all on here because this message, both parts of this text, is, message is going to break somebody free on today. And if it's not for you, don't discard the word because your spirit man is not ready to receive it. Share this word with somebody because somebody could be waiting on this. this that's part of serving. Sharing a message, you could be breaking somebody else free. From the spirit of suicide because the enemy wants to segregate them and make them think that only their life is going crazy we we sit up here you know us prophets of the lord you know us people who walk according to the word and he's called us to youtube channels and podcasts and even the foot soldiers people who just go on to work every day and be in the light in the room you know we get on here we walk in those rooms and we smile and we try to be the best we can be And if we put on a positive attitude, but at the end of the day, everybody is human. Everybody goes through something. So your story matters. So don't ever think that you're alone. That's what the enemy wants you to think. You're never alone, okay? You are never alone. And you are not the only one experiencing these things that are going on in life. All right? Now, back to the text, because I wanted to, well, back to the story, because I wanted to um, clarify why I brought that up about the people people pleasing when you begin to put your trust and your hope and your faith in man and you try to feed your flesh with these desires that it wants and a lot of these desires that come up in your life you know you feeling the need to be promiscuous or have multiple men or have multiple women or buy love you know there are greater demons behind the things that you're actually doing so that's why it's important to not judge people you're around you know you might see somebody who have i'ma just say it whorish ways but the but that's not the true problem the true problem may be they may have been molested at a young age they may have experienced rejection issues and the only way to keep their spouse around was by fornicating with them was by um, spending money whatever the case may be you know so when you see people around you you got to be more Um, Understanding the situation now I'm not saying participate in those situations or play on somebody's weakness because you know that that's what they suffer with Um, but I can speak on this because I have been delivered glory to God from those things am I still a giver absolutely do I listen to the leading of the spirit absolutely because I'm not just going to be out here sowing seeds um, into people that the Lord have not called me to sow into if I pray about it and he places it on my heart to do for someone if he places it, it on your heart, BC family, to do for someone, even if it's just a ride to the grocery store, then do so. But you gotta know boundaries. You gotta know when you're overdoing it. You gotta know when you're casting your pearls to the swine. Okay, simply meaning back to the analogy or the parable per se for religious folk. Back to the parable of the prodigal son being in the pig's pen. You know, he was living beneath his knees. You think the father kept sending, writing checks and sending it to the to the pig's pen, trying to get them to come out of there, trying to lure them out of there? No. Okay, he had to wait till his son got that revelation of, "Hey, I'm living beneath my means." Okay, and 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 for some listeners on here, if it is you, if you are in a prodigal son situation, and you you are in um, it, and just because it says son does not mean it's only the men, ladies. Okay. Because there's some prodigal women out here, some prodigal sisters out here. I was a prodigal as well, okay? And it took some time to say, hey, you know what? This life isn't for me. This is not what God wants for me, okay? And when you get that revelation, I'm speaking to the prodigals right now. Step aside, religious folk, okay? When, when When you get that revelation of, hey, you know, I want more, I want better for myself. This is beneath me. I shouldn't even have to be eaten like this. I shouldn't have to live like this. I shouldn't have to work in an environment like this. I shouldn't have to be used for, you know, my good heart. I shouldn't have to be used and mistreated because I'm willing to show grace. But other people don't understand what grace is. They think that they're getting over on me, but they're not. Right? When you start to realize and you wake up to the understanding of what your life was truly called to be, because you've been in a word, you've been reading Everything that Christ has told you about yourself. Okay? That biblical standard of living. When you start to see like, wait a minute, some things are out of line because I'm not seeing what it says that I should be there. That's how you know, all right, that you come up a little higher. That's how you know that you may have your feet in some rooms that you are no longer called to be in. Okay? And you got to be careful of running to people's rescues, okay? Because it's some people out here, you know, that are in sheep's clothing, you know, and they're crying out for help, and you get over there, and you get sucked in, all right? So it's important to have a relationship with the Father and know like, hey, is it okay that I go over here? Is this person really ready to be delivered? Is it okay that I go help them, that I go minister to them, that I go send this video, whatever it is, because when the Lord is waking a person up out of their sleep, out of those dark places that they have been in so long, you have to make sure that you're stewarding that friendship, that relationship, whatever it is, that peership properly, okay? We are fishers of men, and when we're going out and we're saving, well, participating in our part in saving souls, we gotta make sure that we're not jumping the fence, getting in the pig pen, getting dirty with them. Okay? The, the 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 prodigal son father, when when the son woke up and got revelation that he was living beneath his means and that he didn't even have to go through all the stuff that he was going through, had he just stayed in his father's house? When he woke up and he began to run back home, his father met him halfway. He started to run toward him, okay? So for those of you who are prodigals sitting on the podcast right now, you don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to talk a certain way. You don't have to do any of that. Okay? The Father knows who he made you to be. He loves your flavor. He loves the way you talk. When I used to get up on this podcast, if y'all go back and listen to some of the words I was on here, you know, it, it was genuine because that's what I was around, right? Right? When I'm speaking, you know, the the, is and the vows. But as I begin to get more personal relationship with the Father and really understand, you know, when people are in worship and they're saying all of me and none of you, uh, you know, all of you and none of me, the Lord had gave me revelation. You know, he does want some of you. Yes, it's all of him. But he, he wants some of you too. He wants your personality. He wants you to walk in your truth. Every person that he is called on to go boldly confess, he needs you to be who you are. He he wants you to allow him to lead you. But that flavor, that swag that you come with, come on. Come on to the other side. You don't have time to clean up. You don't have time to beat your face, ladies, try to put some makeup on, brothers. You don't got time to go run up a bag to get Gucci'd out. All right? Come as you are. I don't know what the people in the church may have told y'all. I don't know what y'all might have read in books. I don't know what y'all might have seen or heard stories of people around you being judged in church. I, too, have been judged before. But I knew when I was reading the word that the Father said that our Father, our Heavenly Father said to come as you are. And that's how I came. And when you begin to get rooted in the word, can nobody make you feel bad about the decisions that you're making? Okay, because you know what the father said, and a lot of times you got to be careful taking advice from people who have been church hurt, or who have been in friendships and relationships with people, uh, you know, uh, who scream holy, holy, and really have some religious spirits on them. Because oftentimes they may have experienced some church hurt. And the thing also is, you got to stop putting the churches on a pedestal. You got to know that even the leaders standing behind the pulpits are human and they're going to make mistakes. So that's why you have to make sure that when you're going into these church houses, if that's what you decide to do, when you're sitting up under these YouTube ministers, if that's what you decide to do, listening to the podcast, if you're listening to me, if that's what you decide to continue to do, you got to know that we are human and we all make mistakes. And that's why the Lord has not called for us to idolize people. Because sometimes you get these titles and you hold people to a standard. And when you begin to get in relationship and communication and and closer bonds with these people, you see that they too are human. Okay? And then sometimes you can begin to look at them with judging eyes. Well, I thought this and I thought that. Don't hold people to the standards of their titles. Okay? You got to look at the person's heart. Are they fighting for me? Are they really on my side? This is a time where you want to begin to love on the people who are loving on you, okay? Focus on the people who are focused on you. Don't look around, okay? Don't look around when you're walking on water, okay? When you're walking on water, when you're you're in the boat, making your way to the other side, don't look around for the people that you thought were going to be cheering you on because a lot of them, unfortunately, they're not. And you got to be careful because some of them who are cheering you on are only cheering you on because they're hoping to be connected to the blessings that they know all along, even before you knew who you were. We're going to be on the other side. Okay, BC family. So that's that part of the message for you. I pray that to whom that was for, that it has blessed you amazingly, exceedingly and abundantly. Okay. And uh, we are going to jump into the next portion of this word. And it is called shore. Thing okay now this one's a little funner i know we had to get the seriousness out the way it's all serious but i i really want y'all to focus on this okay so sure thing is the lord gave me this word based off a song okay that i hadn't heard in years and it kept popping up in my head and i knew that the lord was trying to tell me something okay but i really didn't know exactly what he was trying to tell me until like a couple days later and it just hit me like, when I started to look at the words and really read the words uh, of the song, the lyrics, I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, and it's a love song. It's by Miguel, and it's called Sure Thing. Or some of y'all may know it as This Love is a Sure Thing. Now, look, I'm not about to sing because I know y'all are like, look, girl, she about to sing. She just be trying to sing on here. I'm not about to sing. Okay, because I really want y'all to understand um, the text. Okay, um, the lyrics of this of this song okay so I'm gonna read to y'all the lyrics and I really want y'all to um really look at these lyrics from the point of view of um your love for the father and his love for you okay BC family um and I'm sorry y'all I'm over here pulling up the lyrics because I just felt like I wanted to add this other part in here. Okay so it says Real and not pretend. Even when the sky comes falling, even when the sun don't shine, I got faith in you and I, so put your pretty little hand in mine. Even when we're down to the wire, baby, even when when it's do or die, we can do it, baby, simple and plain. Because this love is a sure thing. Okay, now I want to back up and I want to read to y'all another portion. Um, of the lyrics and it says love you like a brother treat you like a friend respect you like a lover okay so this right here y'all like i said i could not understand what the lord was trying to tell me and i'm thinking like do i have a lover you know what's going on are you saying you know my hood's becoming lord what you trying to tell me so i'm laughing the whole time and i start to play the song and i'm playing it over and over and again and I had to get realistic with myself, like, when you hear this song, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about a man? Are you thinking about a friend? Are you thinking about what does this song do to you? Okay, and of course, you know, fleshly, we all like, oh, yeah, that's babe, my man, my man, my man, you know. But no, this song really, really stuck out to me, ministered to me. And it gave me security in knowing that this love that we have with the Father, this love that he has with us, is a sure thing. That we can really trust this time, you know, that when we lay our our heart in His hands, not in a man's hands, not in a friend's hands, not in our job's hands, but when we lay our trust and our love and our, our heart on Him, that just like the lyrics said, this is real and not pretend, okay, even when the sky comes falling. Okay, so even when everything, all hell is breaking loose, that he's still going to be there for us. That is still a sure thing. Okay, that He, that the Father is going to treat us like a friend. That he is going to be there. He's going to treat us like a brother. He's going to respect us like a lover. He's all of V in one. Okay. So this this song, I just really led to come share this with y'all and i pray that for whoever is out there you know i don't know what's going on i don't know what you may be ex- experiencing um as far as you know your love life and when i speak about love life a lot of people get uptight and they automatically think oh my gosh it's, she talking about a man I, it's deeper than that baby you got people out here that's from uh, lack of love from their family members, families who don't even invite them to events, or if they do invite them to events, you know, they only invite them because they know that that person's a giver and they can expect gifts from this person. I've been that person, right? Before I knew how to control my giving, before I knew how to listen to the Lord's leading, of me to give, gift gift. I remember I used to make it on a whole lot of guest lists. Because they knew that I was coming with the party. Nobody else was given. But in this time, BC family, and to whom this part of the message is for, baby, the love that the Lord has to give you is a sure thing. Okay? The people that the Lord is sending into your life is a sure thing. They're not here to use you. They're not here to, you know, take advantage of your love. Okay? That they're going to be there with you. Even when the sky comes falling down. Okay? Even when it's do or die. Okay? Friends and family members may fold on you. They may go when things get rough. They may be around when things are up. But the love that you are going to get from the Father, it's, it, like, like the lyrics say, it's simple and plain. He say, I love you. He shows I love you. He going to treat you like a brother. He going to treat you like a friend. He going to respect you like a lover. Okay? Because that love is a sure thing. All right. So you can, as the, as the lyrics say, put your pretty little hand in his. Fellas, put your, put your, put your paws in his hand. (laughs) Put your paws in his hand. Okay. The Lord loves you. Okay. And there is a true love out there. There is real love out here. And a lot of people, and I can say myself too, over time, you know, I've grown, but I remember when I was learning the love of Christ and, trying to apply it to my life and I was leaning on my own understanding. I'm looking at people and trying to figure out, you know, well, Lord, you said love is this and love is that and I'm not seeing that, you know, I'm not understanding that or I'm prejudging people I'm looking at them like, oh no, they can't possibly love me. Look what, look what they look like, you know, and I can sit up here boldly and say that because i I can never teach about things that I've never been through. I don't want to be that minister or whatever. You know, I don't really like titles, you know, evangelists and all of that. Like, I am I say minister because I administer the gospel to y'all. I administer what he gives me to give to y'all. So, you know, I would never like to be the person. I, I don't want to be that. You know, a lot of people, some people like that. They talk about things they never been through because that's a trending topic. I'm not going to get up here and talk about you know, performing on stage, five hit songs, and I ain't never sang at a concert in my life. You know what I'm saying? That's not me. Um, but, you know, when you go through things and you experience things, you can relate to people on a whole nother level. So I encourage you not to hide what you've been through. You know, if you have experience um, traumas of relationships, friendships, things with your family, all of that, Boldly confess those things because you could pull somebody up and out. And the enemy, oh sidebar, just want to put this in here. Glory be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The enemy, he wants to in his time. He wants to confuse you, and he wants to he wants to try to get you to settle for less than you deserve. You know, you know, in the past, you know people around you may have knew that you settled for crumbs you know oh I can text this person and not call them and they're gonna be okay I can string them along you know talk to them for a few minutes and then call my 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 other my other boo and they call them back by such and such time before they trip you know or you go to family events and oh, I can say what I want to say to this person you know I can I can have them bring the food and drinks but I'm not gonna have the the cousin or the niece or whatever to bring anything because, you know, we tight like that. But in this season, mm -mm, BC family, as my pastor say, the price went up. Okay. The prices went up. We're not operating in old ways. We, we, We see what's going on now. We're not walking the rooms being okay with the bare minimum. We don't eat crumbs. We're not eating with the pigs. We're not in the pig's pen like the prodigal son anymore. We have been delivered and set free, okay? we There has been a table prepared for us in the presence of our enemies. These people see you. These people see what God has done in your life because that's what it's about, the glory going to God. These people see that the Lord has prepared a table for you since they didn't want you to sit with them. Back then, you know, they didn't want you. What's that, Pastor Young Jock? <laughs> Back then, they didn't want you, and now you're hot. they all on you, okay? And I'm not talking about hot, fly, cute, flashy. I'm talking about hot, that Holy Ghost anointing on you. That's what I'm talking about for the judgmental spirits that's sitting up on here. She just like the rest of the pastors No, I'm here to keep it real with y'all. And just because, you know, I break it down into certain, some, certain terms that some people can understand. Listen, don't come for me, all right? So, what I'm saying is, you know, and what the Lord let me know was that that's what the enemy's trying to do in this time. And so, when you're feeling a little resistance, In friendships and relationships and things like that, don't always look at yourself and think, what are you doing wrong? Sometimes you're doing everything right, and the people that are connected to you or are trying to hold on to your coattail can't understand why they can't pull you back into old spaces, why you won't settle for the bare minimum anymore, because we don't eat crumbs, BC family. We're not satisfied with the bare minimum anymore. It don't fit. We're not on milk. Okay, we're on table food. We have had meals prepared for us by the Father. There have been people out here who have shown real love, and we know what real love look like now. So when they, when they try to offer you the bare minimum and they try to offer you the crumbs, uh, you know, that some of them is so sad that they don't even realize what they're doing, that they're being used by the enemy to be narcissists, to gaslight you. You know, I love you, boo. I love you, boo. I love you, baby. You know, all of this stuff. Oh, let me take you on a date. Let's do this. Let's do that. All right, that's enough. I don't want to talk to you for a week. All right, we back on. No, that's gaslighting. That's gaslighting. For, for somebody who did not not know on today, don't, don't let nobody gaslight you. Don't let nobody shortstop you. If somebody was doing something in the beginning when they met you, they are, they are surely capable of continuing those same mannerisms and behaviors to keep and maintain the friendship and the relationship and the family bond that they have with you today. You're not asking for too much, okay? And if the people around you feel like you're asking for too much, then they're not ready for you. And that's okay. We have to be okay with that. Because here at the BC family, we don't settle for less than what we deserve. God has worked too hard to get us up and out of the places that we have been in. You have worked too hard to stay in your word when exes and jobs, old places that you could easily look back and go back into, have been tugging on you so when when the gates open up and the lord say come on and you run out of those things you better slam that gate shut close those doors don't get caught up in those the old things of the old land if people come and they coming if somebody's screaming for help and crying for help when you go back to help them it shouldn't be a toil it shouldn't be a fight they might be a little nervous, like, I don't know, I ain't never been over to this part of the land before. This looks a little different, you know. That's okay for them to kind of raise question or be a little nervous as they make their way into the new land, as they, as they learn new things. But if a person is downright rejecting everything that you have to offer, and every everything that you have to feed them, every action, you know, the, the Bible says, glory be to God, the Bible says that we sh- we, we, you know, we can't live on bread alone. You know, we shouldn't. We cannot. Okay? We have, to, we have to live on, okay, bread too, but everything that comes from the Father, all right? All the teachings of the Lord, all of that. So when we're learning things, once again, BC family, we have to take those things that we're learning out of the pages of the book and apply them in our life. You have to take these things that you're learning right now as I'm talking today, as we talk about this sure love that is being offered to you, bc family take these things up and off of the podcast and apply them to your life begin to walk these things out okay these songs and things that i'm providing you with they're tools these are your fighting tools well it's a worldly song you know he's talking to a girl it's how you interpret it that's the problem now people reading the word i'm not gonna get into this i'm gonna just say this i'm gonna leave that alone People are reading the word, and they want to twist it to fit their current situations. You cannot manipulate the word. I'm going to take this word out and add that in. You are not called to do that, okay? You take the text, you read the text, how the Lord gave it to you for your current situation, you walk with it, okay, and apply it accordingly. Everybody is at different stages. So what might have blessed you might not be for that person in this season. But you really be doing yourself a disservice if you are not walking in the fullness of who you are. If you are trying to crush yourself down like a Pepsi can to fit in old trash bags that you used to hang out in. You're not going to fit. Okay? If the person in, 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 the, in, the, in the places that you used to be, in, in, in the rooms that you used to sit in, in the shows that you used to watch, and whatever it is. Agitate your spirit. If, if 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 there's no understanding, if the person is not reaching out to to to, to walk after they've asked the Lord, oh Lord, Lord help, send help. I got to get out of this situation. The Lord heard them, even in even in their mess, even in their sin. And to whom may be a prodigal on here, the Lord heard you. Don't sleepless nights when you cried, even when you didn't have the words, and those tears fell. He knew what each and every one of them tears meant. So when you was crying for help in those situations, and the Lord had sent you somebody, and you smacking them, and they trying to grab you up out of the roaring waters, the rushing waves, and you just in there dragging along, getting smacked around by the waves, because the person don't look like what you want, or you're in survival mode, or whatever the case may be, and you beating up on the help. I mean, come on now. It's it's almost dangerous to the destiny helpers that were sent your way for them to keep trying to pull you out of a situation when you're fighting against it. And to my BC family members, if you're reaching down and you're trying to drag somebody up out of a pit and they're just trying to pull you in, you got to take that thing back to the Father and say, Lord, is this still what you want me to do? Is their heart posture still in a place of being saved? Okay, BC family? Don't be out here turning tricks and it's working for love, okay? Trying to be seen and putting on a show. You don't got to prove nothing because who is for you will be for you. They may not like the things that you stand on. They may not like, you know, uh, how you set boundaries and what they can and can't do. And they might get frustrated and whatever with you. But they know that, hey, I got to respect this person. Okay. I respect and I appreciate that they got boundaries, all right? Don't compromise your love for the Father, for love in the world, okay, BC family, because it's not a fair exchange, I promise you that, but this love over here, this love in the kingdom, this love that you're going to experience um, by way of the Father, it's overwhelming, like it just blows your mind, sometimes, you know, you know, I'm going to say it monetarily because a lot of people relate better with money than, you know supernatural healings in the body so um you know i'll speak about money for this specific example you know a lot of people sometimes they receive checks in the mail or you know um direct deposits to their bank cards and they don't understand where it's coming from and nor do they look into it but they are really excited to go spend that money you know and a lot of times they forget to look back and say thank you lord you know i don't know where that came from but thank you you know and i'm here to tell you that It came from the Father. He blesses you. All right? So don't forget, as you're getting all these breakthroughs and these blessings and understandings by way of these podcasts and the Bible and, you know, YouTube channels and little posts on Facebook, don't forget that personal relationship with the Father. Because it's important. And that love is a sure thing. It's not going to leave when things get rough. It's not going to leave when you have moments of anxiety and fear come over you. All right. That's not going to leave when you dibble and dabble back into those um, spirits of rejection may come over you, you know, and you dibble and dabble back into those mindsets um, of what is this person doing? Do they really love me? The father is going to stay by your side. And every day that you wake up, it's a new day. So grace and mercy is important. Okay, and you got to be careful how you judge in situations because you know how you judge others, you're going to be judged as well. So if you can't forgive and you think somebody was deserving of the treatment that they got, hey, listen, at least you be judged too, okay? And simplify that. Hey, all I can say is red flag warning to you. You got to be careful with are speaking over people because when your turn home, whether you did it by mistake or intentionally, you be judged as well. All right? So, remember to show grace and mercy. All right, BC family? So, I love y'all. This love is a sure thing over here. Never mind when the winds and waves are blowing and, um, you know, water is coming into your boat as you make your way to the other side. It's not going to be easy, okay? The enemy don't want you to get out of that old lifestyle. He wants you to stay in cycles. All right? He wants you... He wants you to continue to be your old self over and over and over again because he's benefiting off of that. But now that you're deciding to take up your mat and walk and do the right thing and get connected to the right people. Yeah, of course, things around you are going to go crazy because now he knows that you got your mind set on good things. And, and, you know, get your mind set on the father above and the good things to come. So all he can do is go about like the word says, go about like a roaring lion, sinking whom he may devour, devour. So, when it's loud all around you, just know that that's the enemy roaring. You know, he's soft. He can't do nothing to you that the Father won't allow. And even when you are tested, just like even Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights, tested in the wilderness for 40 days, okay? All right? He was fasting and everything, and the enemy was coming offering stuff to him, all right? But you got to fight with the word, okay? When you, you, your fast might look like you just not doing old things that you was doing. And then you get somebody come over there offering you things, offering to take you places, offering to do things. Even if you had a desire to do those things, you got to take captive of those thoughts. No, I ain't doing those things no more. Say no before you can even think about it. All right. You knew in the journey and, you know, it's. Everybody needs somebody, I'm telling you now. So if you are not sitting up under somebody in this time, if, even if you just sitting up under the Bible itself and you need to get understanding from it, if you've got to have a, a YouTube channel, a Bible app or something that breaks the text down to you, a podcast person, a best friend, a spouse, whatever, that can encourage you on your journey, I encourage you to get one. Everybody needs somebody. I even sit up under a couple of people, two people, okay? I sit up under somebody, and my minister is a great leader, all right? We all are human, so, you know, I'm not saying idolize these people. Always take these messages and go back into prayer. These are literally jump starts to your conversation with Christ, to your conversation with the Father, glory to God, okay? So when you hear this, when you get off of here, you should be like, oh, this was great. Let me go plant this seed. How do you plant the seed? You're going to go pray about that thing. Ask the Father what was for you. What did you need to save for later? Okay, this is just like a meal. All right, you got to digest it. You don't just eat and go to sleep. You don't just eat and get up and run around. And, and sadly, some people do that. They eat in real life and go to sleep. Okay, but I encourage you on today. Don't go to sleep on this word. This is a good word. This is here to break you free. This is here to grant you revelation and reveal to you some things that have been going on in your life. Some patterns that you may not ex- have experienced, um, may not have known that you've been experiencing. Some situations in life where people have been trying to treat you less than what you deserve or trying to get you to settle for less than what you deserve. No, we are not doing that. We're not doing that, okay? So I love you, BC family. And I just wanted to get on here and share this word with y'all. It is now 1.55 a.m. <laughs> Your girl is tired, okay? Um, it's raining, so I know I'm gonna get some good sleep. So I just cover this word um in the blood of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for this time and we just love you and appreciate you. And I just pray that um you come against any retaliation spirits, Father God, and war against those who war against us. In Jesus' name that we pray. I just pray that this word has fallen on um, this seed has fallen on good ground, Father God, and that it would take root and bring forth much fruit, Father God, and that they would share it amongst the people that you call it to be shared with, and that they replay it over and over again until they get clarity. In Jesus' name, that I pray. Say glory, hallelujah, yeah. and amen. So I love you, BC family. Until next time, stay great, bless field, and prosperous.